ladies and gentlemen, there has been a murder, and you are a suspect. Oh, this is so fabulous. Ain't nothing like getting together with family and having a good meal. I wonder what's for dinner. This is delicious. It was at this moment he knew. This is rotten. Ah! What'd you say? I said eat. <laughs> Drink. for my podcast. We're doing an alien episode. Yeah, we are celebrating Charles's birthday today. It's like the special birthday episode. But it's a minute, we're, it's not we're a just full taking, episode. Though. Yeah, right. We're just taking a little break from our series that we're doing right now, South, South Carolina, Carolina Strange and, and Sinister. Sinister. That was terrible. No, I think it's fine. <laughs> that was that, that bad. It's good. But like actually, I, yeah, yeah. So we just wanted to kind of take a little breather, have a little relaxed episode where, you know, we may go from here to there to over here back again. Here's the question. Is this still South Carolina Strange and Sinister? Because we are just talking about aliens in South Carolina. We tonight. are talking about aliens. We're talking about something strange and sinister. Yes. But he's trying to move away from the fact that it's his birthday today. And that's the most important part of this episode. Hi guys, I'm Birthday Charles, and tonight I'm going to serenade you with some alien oh, probing. Wow. <laughs> oh shit. Just, so yeah, tonight we're going to be talking about three special little stories that happen right here in our home state that have to deal with extraterrestrials. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, I actually can't wait. Mm-hmm. I You could say I'm a fan of ufology. That's the, yes, that's the correct term. What's ufology? It's UFOlogy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought ufology there, was like studying really embarrassing videos there, on YouTube. It's just yeah. like, oof. oof. Nice video. No. There's actually in the, if you want to call it the extraterrestrial scientific community, but there's actually like a lot of weird and unique terminology when it comes to the alien world. But I would say that this is still kind of in the South Carolina strange and sinister vein. Yeah. 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 Because all of these stories that we're going to be talking about tonight happened within the state of South Carolina. And they are also related to alien Aliens. Wait, come back. Come back. Don't leave. (laughs) You know what? I think generally a lot of people are starting to accept the alien phenomena. I have. You have? You believe in aliens? I don't not believe in aliens. Right. Yeah. The universe is 
is vast. But you know, you also have your flat earthers out there, so. That's true. Do they believe in aliens? Can you be a flat earther and, and believe, believe in, in aliens? aliens? That's a great question. Reach out to us. Let us know. And you can reach us at here. Oh, eat, drink, is murder this a podcast at gmail.com. Is this a power plug? It's a power plug, a- baby. No, that's not. That's I know, but here, put it in here. <laughs> <laughs> they are terrible. We'll work on the power plug for you guys. Let's try it again. Okay. Here's a power plug. That was good. <laughs> there you okay. go. Okay. That's like a So you can reach us at Eat Drink Murder Podcast at gmail.com. I know it's a lot to type in, but we're totally worth it. But we're and totally so we're you. going to connect with you on a person by person basis. Right now we're small, but we're growers. We're growers. We're not growers. showers as much. Yeah. At least for Beware. me. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> we also have a website. Eat Drink Murder. Dot com. Now Which that is, one's that one's simple. That's the best place to go. That is because you can reach all of our social media and emails right there from our website. Yeah, join our newsletter. You know what? Mm-hmm. You want that fresh freaking food and murder stuff directly to you, and you want to know what's happening in the future. Plugged in. Stay plugged in with us and sign up for our newsletter because we're also going to be including some special offers. That you can only get when you subscribe. subscribe. Oh my gosh, we are such capitalists. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) give us your money. Oh, sorry, that was that was the capitalist demon in me. Uh, 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 He comes out sometimes. (laughs) Oh man. So how about let's get into this this little side dish we have for our listeners tonight, and it's special because it's like a little mini episode. So instead of like whenever you pay for. A lady of the night. Right. You can get the full experience or... From what I heard. If you're... Some of my exactly. friends have told me you can also pay a cheaper price just to kind of... Get a little side. Get a little side. Dish. And, and also, depending on how you finesse it, yeah? it may end up just being a full night anyway. I feel like this what might be a metaphor for how long this episode's going to be. Anyway, we're going to try to keep it short for you guys tonight. We're just going to go over a couple stories about some of the extraterrestrial stuff that's happened in our state. Ooh. Oh. I had to stop you real uh, quick. It is definitely yeah. big stuff. CDs. It's not. Big Charles's uh-uh. 30. Oh, I'm not going to put your age out there. No. The you like already that. put the 30 part out there. You 30th bastard. birthday. Oh, yeah. I know I'm getting old. It's okay. Yeah. With, you know, I, I, I age like a fine milk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So let's talk about what, what do we got here in front of our uh, in front of our faces right here. Oh, wait. You already ate yours. Yeah, I smashed um, <laughs> that baby down. Oh, uh, so... Uh, for my birthday, I want to cook a little something special. And one time, you know, not to say that I'm cultured or anything, I possibly went to Go ahead, flex on them, mm, flex on them, CD. France, Cannes Film Festival, because I'm a video production extraordinaire. Uh, oh, anyway, that's how we flex on <laughs> Eat, Drink, Murder. <laughs> Yeah, I did go to France one time, and it's weird because when you expect, like, France, you're like, oh, what type of, do you have some, like, really great croissants or some of the, what's the ice cream stuff called? That's not Gelato. Gelato. Or, or did you have any of the creme de la fresh bread at the brioche? Exactly. Bakery? But guess what? The best thing I had in France was. What was it, man? It was a cheeseburger. That's why I'm, I'm not... so glad we did this today because I haven't been to France yet. Yes. There you and go. so 
you bringing this burger here is like my own little I little tried piece of to recreate the burger that I tasted in France, but unfortunately, <laughs> it's gone. For me, it's gone. <laughs> the, the, the burger like, is not spot on. <laughs> he says that, but for mine, my burger is gone. It was good. Now, it's now gone. the burger is good. It is so good. I actually don't have one anymore. But anyway, let me let me plug these people real quick, even though they probably don't want us to. Um, <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> Just kidding. we're the biggest podcast that they have never heard of. Exactly. But the place is called Big Ferdinand's, or I think maybe that's the burger. It's called Ferdinand's. It's called Ferdinand's. It's but called the, Ferdinand's. And the, the famous that, burger is the Big Ferdinand's. Right. And the thing that makes it special is that they put these sun-dried tomatoes on the burger, and that really tasted so good. It's like pickled sun-dried tomatoes. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. I don't know. So, like, if tomatoes were raisins, then that's what they would be. The sun-dried tomatoes, in my opinion, replace the need for a pickle. Yeah. You know yeah, what? That is a great... Uh, man, wow. That is... It's wow. Sharif, you are quite the connoisseur. Oh, look at you. <laughs> 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 <It's different. laughs> so great, let's yeah. move on from these burgers on our saucers... To oh. the saucers oh. in the sky. Oh, oh boom. We boom, are boom, killing boom, it. Boom. Straight uh, killing it. Nips out. Oh. Shreve. You sure you're not a dad? <laughs> I don't know. I am getting to the age to where it really doesn't matter if I'm a dad or not. We're not going to talk the, about that. You, the lameness is still coming out. It's my hey, birthday and I'm doing birthday. a podcast. Hey. So let's go ahead and name our sources for tonight. Tonight we have. The book titled Ever So Cleverly, UFOs Over South Carolina by Sherman Carmichael. But you know, Mr. Carmichael, if you're listening by any chance, just want to let you know, I enjoyed your book, okay? And I think the title is spot on. (laughs) (laughs) But actually, uh, he he must be a very prolific writer because he is also the author for our second source for Cotton Tales in South Carolina. Boom! Have you written two books? I didn't think so. Your sister found one of those books in like a gas station or something? No. (laughs) That's awful. No. I found these in a CVS. (laughs) We're getting sued. Anyway. Just a little bit. Just a a little sue. Um, Just a little sue. A little sue. We'll be okay. Everybody can deal with a little sue here and there. Everybody's got a little sue here and there. Sue on the side. Mm -hmm. A little Sally Sue. It's my little side side sue. Sue. My side sue. Got a little sue on the side. <laughs> okay, are we done? Anyway, so what do you say? Let's get into some uh, freaking alien stories. Let's get into some strange encounters and shit. Hell yeah, dude. Well, you, you said encounters. I'm going to pick your brain for a second, Shreve. Okay. What do you think the encounters, like you've, of course, heard of the film Encounters of the Third Kind, right? Of yeah. The third kind? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's actually a whole classification system. Like, I didn't know this, but there's like, you know, Close Encounters of the First Kind. Close ah, Encounters of the Second Kind. So it did third come kind, from Fourth that. Kind. There is a plethora of terminology when it comes to aliens and ufology and all of that stuff. Oof. Oof. Yeah, so just to go over those, just to share that with y'all. So a close encounter of the first kind is spotting a UFO. So something similar to what your mother had. Your mother had a close encounter of the first kind. That's cool. And yes, if you recall from the beginning of the episode, that was her retelling of that encounter. Okay. Close encounter of the second kind is having some kind of associated effects with the encounter. So that is something your mother did not experience, right? That's not. She did see something. You said she didn't feel anything. Right. right. And then a close encounter of the third kind involves beings with the UFO. So not only did you see a UFO, but you also saw 
the little small men come out of the UFO and say boo boo bop you. And they actually touch you and probe your butthole? No, not yet. That is saved oh, it's, for the- Oh, it's another the, level to There's this one shit? more level, and that would be the close encounter of the fourth kind, which involves having humans abducted and their that's, butthole rummaged. No, that's not- I would much rather prefer bumping cones with an alien. Bumping cones? Can we bump cones? No. <laughs> No. You haven't seen Coneheads? Oh, shit. Yeah. That's right. The whole cone bumping is actually... Um, like, I want a cone bump. Did she do that with Chris Farley? Didn't she cone bump Chris? Yeah, yeah. she did. <laughs> Welcome there, to there's the lots, There's lots of fiction, narrative filmmaking, stories, but tonight we're going to get into some of the eyewitness accounts of some of these encounters, Sharif. Okay. And our first story takes us to a Sunday evening, February 22nd, 2004, in Gaffney, South Carolina. Oh, we, we were going, we're back at Gaffney with the peaches. I wonder if they like peaches. We're back at Gaffney. Yeah. Yeah. This will be a lot more mild than our Gaffney Strangler. I think that so. That episode is like legit scary. That is. It yeah. is. So this is a story. This is an excerpt from one of the uh, Carmichael books. A couple noticed a bright, white luminous object flying slowly toward a road they were driving down in Gaffney, South Carolina, and the object appeared to be about four to five feet in diameter. The witness described it as a fuzzy white translucent ball of light with a group of red rods coming from the bottom. The rods appeared to be tightly grouped in a circle and slightly toward the rear. They were emitting a gold-colored spark. The object drifted over their car and the roadside power lines, barely missing the power lines by about 10 feet. They could not hear a sound from the flying object at all, as if it was silently moving through the air. As the object got closer, they could see what seemed like images of clouds through the object. This is getting trippy, dude. As though it was kind of like transparent, like, like active yeah. camo. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. I played too much Halo. The object was now moving west towards them with the trees, starting to drop down. It was losing altitude and stopped approximately 300 feet from the road they were traveling down. The witnesses reported that the gold colored sparks continued to fall from the objects. The treetops around the object seemed to catch fire. So like, as they're traveling down this road, there's just like fire coming like down the road with them. After several minutes, the leaves on the ground around them started to flare up up in a bright orange glow and even though it had rained the night before they still looked like they easily caught fire the witnesses pulled into a driveway and called 911 immediately a family came out of their house and attempted to put out the fire with their feet that's our south carolinians out there you know we're smart and we fight fire with feet. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I guess some firefighters were dispatched out on this road. It was called Corinth Road. So just in case you want to go down Corinth, okay? Corinth yep. Road and Gaffney. This is where it happened, okay? And, and just to take a little pause, most UFO sightings, they usually happen in the same areas. Like I told you that story about the beach. No, that is but that, strange. But that's not touching the surface of how often these places, for instance, like nuclear stations and right. places like naval air bases will mm -hmm. continually have these UFO sightings. Wow. So it's it's actually very common for UFOs to kind of go up to the same place. So if you, you know, safely want to go out to Corinth Road one night and see if you can see some rainbow sparklers in a 
you know, active camouflaged spaceship over you, you know, go right ahead. Let us know how it goes and then email us because we're not going to do it. But anyway, uh, the firefighters came back out and by the time the fire was extinguished, it was starting to get dark. So this wasn't even at night yet. This was still during the daytime. Okay. The fire chief took his flashlight and looked up into the trees in the burnt area. In the top of one of the trees, about 20 feet high, was a piece of what appeared to be silver colored, possibly metallic material. It was rectangular in shape, about six inches by 12 inches and looks something like wrinkled aluminum foil. The fire chief thought it might have been an aircraft, but his communication center contacted the FAA and apparently there was no aircraft within the area. The fire chief and one of his firefighters returned to the scene the following morning to get a good look of the metallic object and it was no longer in the treetop. The firefighters did a sweep of the area and turned up no evidence of any material from the event. The burned area was about 21 feet by 29 feet. So actually this must have happened like really fast is what I'm thinking. The weird thing is, is the fire did not spread beyond the area affected by the source. So there was no signs of burning in the treetops. Right. Gaffney apparently has a long history of UFO sightings going as far back as the 60s. There were cases where occupants of the UFOs were even seen. So I guess that would be a close encounter of the third kind. Okay. And then one time there was uh, some police officers there and Gaffney saw a dark spherical object with a flat rim top. Apparently a small man in a shiny gold suit got out <laughs> and that was in the 70s. A police officer saw a UFO hovering over the city's reservoir. So it kind of begs the question, why so many sightings in Gaffney? So what was that? If you remember, I'm testing you now. What what type of uh, close encounter was that? First, second, third, or fourth? A close encounter of the first kind. Bravo, sir. Very good. And we're only going to do one more story. I do have a close encounter of the third kind, but I really want to get to this fourth kind. I want to see that abduction. Before we're going, we do that, before we do that, yeah. just want to make a quick call. Who the fuck are you calling? That's not answering. Oh, I thought I was about to be ghosted on my podcast. What's up? You said that you had an alien encounter before, right? Yeah. Can you tell me about it? Yeah, sure. Uh, um, about April 15th, about April 12th, April 11th, <laughs> uh, 2006. With about 10 other friends in Lloydwood, my, my home neighborhood. We was walking around, smoking, having some fun, being kids, being rebellious, smoking some weed. And um, we was walking around the neighborhood. Uh-huh. We saw a UFO. It was about the size of a football field, I would say. And it was about like, 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 you know, just like the spaceship in Space Jam. And I hate to say it like that, but just like the spaceship, the spaceship in Space Jam. Yeah. R. Kelly was playing. Uh-huh. I believe I can fly. <laughs> I believe I can fly. Put your hands in the air. <laughs> okay. That, yeah. Yes. Okay. And then like it, it went over us for about I would say about maybe three minutes and like we were like mm. and we couldn't say nothing. None of us could say nothing. We're just looking at the motherfucker like God damn. We was with twelve other friends, ten other friends, but we was it was me and her. So maybe twelve of us. Maybe 11, maybe 10, whatever you want to call no, it. No, also, like, we saw it, and we was all, we was all confused, like, when we saw that shit, like, that motherfucker was like, mm, and we was like, what the fuck? And that shit, two of us in the light was so beautiful. Like, when I said that was, like, the most beautiful light I've ever seen in my life, I mean it. And, like, Kyrie was conceived that night, and that's why he's an alien. That's why he's not from here. That's why he's a different breed. Yeah, like, I, I saw an alien thing that night. And then, like, I'm, I'm not going to say Nicole is an alien, but she's 
Anything else happened? Y'all just saw the UFO and that was it? Oh, yeah, that was it. And then I had sex. Appreciate it, bro. All right. All right. All right, man. So would that be a... A close encounter of Another? the 69th kind, or <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That yeah, was good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he and all his friends had a close encounter of the first where was kind. That, at? that was in Lloydwood, closer probably to like Lexington. You know, you know where. I got you. Well, that's good because we're actually going to be going to Columbia for this next story, with our abduction story. Cool. All right. So one time a truck driver was bringing a hot load from North Carolina to Columbia. So he finally makes it home after his last drop in Sumter. It's late in the night. He's getting ready for bed. He removes his shirt and he notices in the mirror he has a small incision in the center of his chest that looks like a surgical cut. It was very shocking for him since, you know, he didn't have any surgery on his chest and he couldn't figure out where this came from. He didn't feel any pain associated with it and when he touched it, it wasn't sore. So it seemed like it had been there for a while, but it was brand new. You could say, wasn't made on this earth. (laughs) After close examination of the incision he thought it may have been done with the laser the more he looks at it the more he thinks to himself he's been abducted by aliens i don't know why you would just jump to that but this is in an alien book so it makes sense he does start to think that that somehow aliens have abducted him operated on him and he has had no memory of the incident is it bad that as an american the only thing i'm thinking about was like Damn, those aliens have some awesome health care. <laughs> How do I get them to abduct Operate me? on me. So anyway, he has the idea in the back of his mind that somehow aliens have abducted him. They have erased his memory and have operated on him, you know, post prior. <laughs> <laughs> he remembered seeing several UFOs in the past year during his many hours on the highway but never really thought about much of them. When I say that, you're like, what? Like he saw a lot of UFOs, but honestly, I think it was like, he just didn't know what it was, but he saw something out on the road in his many hours of work, okay? He took several pictures of the cut for like evidence, but he starts to get really tired. He wants to go to sleep. He's like, okay, this is too much. Puts the camera down and the next morning when he wakes up, the driver notices that the cut is still there, but it's almost completely healed. He went to work as usual, had a normal day, but when he returns home that evening, he removes his shirt and notices that the cut was completely gone. The next morning? No sign of it left. Yep. Still, so it took like a day to heal. There is like still no day. memory of that entire Columbia Sumter trip that he had. Had no memory of it. But several days later, he finds a shirt with a hole the size of a pencil in the center of the chest. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a close encounter of the fourth kind. Yeah, the only problem I have with it is it doesn't really have as much details as like the close encounters of the first kind. It just seems like the guy might be a little out there, but I don't know. I believe people see what they see. Okay. Okay, I really do. But this one seemed like it was a little much. The main thing is you never really know. 
You don't yeah. know. We definitely don't know. I want to do more of these types of episodes with extraterrestrial stuff. I like the extraterrestrial I do stuff. really like the yeah. extraterrestrial stuff. I like just hearing people's stories. But, yeah, send us your stories. Send us your stories. We'll do a part two of this. We will definitely follow up. We'd love up to hear them. But there's also one other place that we kind of have to mention whenever we're talking about UFOs in South Carolina, and that would be the UFO Welcome Center that is in Bowman, South Carolina. You see the, the picture of this place? It's actually, this is the guy who made the, the Welcome Center. I mean, he considers himself to be an ambassador for the aliens whenever they eventually arrive. And he says they're welcome to stay at the Welcome Center as long as they behave. <laughs> so, that's good. What's your favorite alien movie? Independence Day. You were talking earlier about how impressionable one of the older Batman films made you. Uh -huh. That was Independence Day for me. Okay. Yeah. So that's your favorite one? I would seriously go hard for this one right here. Yeah. My favorite alien movie of all time is Mars Attacks. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. That, like, it gave you everything that you were asking mm -hmm. for. But yeah, I mean, we, we do have to figure out if they're not going to behave, we would need a, a way to figure out how to defeat them. Personally, I feel like make them somehow get stuck in an endless TikTok loop or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, let us know what your favorite There's alien movie is. If we ones. haven't seen it, maybe we'll check it out and talk about it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But anyway, I think that's going to do it for us tonight, Sharif. It's been exciting. Of course, make sure to visit our website, eatdrinkmurder.com. Of course, we're on all of the social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We're going to do a little TikToks. We'll do a little dance, make a little love, and then, you know, we'll get down tonight. Good night, everyone. Good night to Be all. Be safe of out there. Make sure you plug those holes whenever you're driving late on the road at night. And okay? good night. Party on and rage on. Rage on. <laughs> good night, everyone. Good night. Thanks. Oh, that's a hot one. That's a spicy meatball.